you're listening to the Gulag Podcast with Narrow Minds and Jay Stuns. The Gulag Podcast and why is my Discord thing not working again? This is okay. I love this. What's Discord thing? My scene that I had set for Discord is not catching the Discord. <laughs> it's not the Gulag Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, without some fucking... It's every, it's every it's every podcast, every stream. Yep. Dude, you're not a, you're not a pro streamer unless you got some technical difficulties. Exactly. Damn right. There it is. Where is Discord? Okay, there we are. There, there we are on on screen now. Apparently, uh, guys, don't install a, a third monitor into your into your. Uh, there we go. Into your fucking computer because it just okay. Why is everybody just? Everybody's doing like this stutter on my. Well, there you go. There's another difficulty, but we're good. Yeah, yeah. If there's. Fucking hell, dude. All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we have some special guests from a. This is cool. A podcast with another podcast, huh? This is not the yeah. first time you're going to see this, by the way, boys and girls, because these two gentlemen will be back again for another podcast. So, a podcast in another podcast. We're integrating podcasts. Can you imagine that, huh? Never thought lot, the day you'd of, see that, right? A lot of podcasts. Yeah, a lot of mm-hmm. podcasts put together. Podcastception, Rivy said it, yeah. Exactly. Podcastception. So there's going to be podcasts with podcasts, and we're going to... These fucking stupid little ads, Joe. Like, whatever. Okay, so apparently 165 hertz on the uh, uh, on the good old uh, uh, Discord has an issue for some reason. But anyways, gentlemen, Tiny and Tommy, how are you guys doing today? Thanks for having us. Oh yeah, thank yeah, you for yeah. having us. Uh, I'm doing phenomenal. Great to great to be here and uh, excited for what what we got in store today. Oh, we got a yes, we got a lot in store because it's you know we've uh, got this is our third season being on and now getting a couple new markets in, which the bigger markets is what I was really excited about. Uh, we we want to hear uh, like your ideas and and you know your conception of, of why you guys started a podcast. Uh, also. Uh, uh, Tommy almost got talent. Tommy almost didn't make it because he uh, uh, yeah. decided to go to the bathroom with a door with no uh, with no knob on it. Uh, so I thought uh, I was going to be doing uh, this podcast from my phone in the bathroom. It, it can happen. It can happen. He almost didn't make it. See, you hear so, random yelling. Yeah, you just, <laughs> slight echo. You hear the fire department pull up because they're trying to get the axe up, to get him out of the uh, to get him she out. Show us a life. Pop the door. <laughs> yeah, and and we have the lovely gaming doc who's back again after her. Uh, by the way, check her out on Broadway. She's going to be out on the billboards there in Times Square soon. All right. So if you don't, uh, if you don't see the gaming doc on the uh, on the podcast with us or doing it's be her, the Broadway doc soon. Yeah, it's going to be the Broadway doc. She's going to be every stream. She's just going to be live in Times Square with a guy with a guitar and the underwear. The naked cowboy. Yeah, the naked Whoa. cowboy guy. Yeah. So the naked cowboy is a staple of New York. Yes. Right. So, I did not see him while I was there. Oh, did you take a picture with him? He, was he out there? She didn't. She just said she didn't see him. Yeah, he wasn't there. I mean, wasn't granted, there? the fact that it was over 420 and on 420, there were hundreds of weed trucks that were parked all over the place. So maybe he had something else to do. The weed trucks. Um, or maybe he was there, but you caught so many fumes, you just didn't know he was. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of. Uh, True. You know, you were mesmerized. Might have been three sheets to the wind. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Now, I will tell you this: you would love the name of their podcast, bro. What, what is their podcast? Wasted talent. Two nope. guys in a bed. Two guys in a bed. Two guys in a bed. 
Mm-hmm. I can get very interesting. Uh, and I was in bed with them. <clears throat> that's that's, that's that, 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 that we already know you do, so it's not even a big deal. <laughs> uh, True. We always like to uh, welcome our guests into the bed with us. Uh, Absolutely. Make it a little did awkward you, at first. Did, uh, did, did you guys have to change your sheets after bed? Uh, Jay was in the bed with you guys, so that's a big question. <laughs> no, I, I still sleep in the same sheets. I do you? Seen, <laughs> they, they smell I like peaches. Yeah, I would never change those. Smells like peaches, huh? Sounds like you like peaches. Peaches and cream. Got it. Uh, anyways. <laughs> anyway. Mm. Mm. Anyways, that's a god. Tiny, tiny's too tiny, right? Then you got Tommy there, and then UJ. <laughs> yep. What was that a um, therapeutic no, I made sure the bed was reinforced with concrete blocks and stuff, so just... there was no breaking, and it's gonna go on. You know, we made sure the bed concrete was nice and supported, blocks. so. Hell yeah! Uh, with us three guys, we yeah we need to make sure it's uh, definitely need some support. Reinforced. <laughs> there was no middle dent because we just roll on top of each other. We couldn't deal with that. You know? Roll on top. Well, I'm pretty sure there was some rolling on top of each other. But uh, you know, listen, listen. Hey. What happens in the bed stays in the bed, all right? Yeah, and it gets put out on all their uh, podcasts. Anyways, it's fine. <laughs> Onlyfans.com backslash Jay Stuns for twenty percent off right now. Well, there we go. you get that. There you can get that backstage exclusive in the bed with Tommy and Tiny. There you go. It's a good, it's a good uh, time. I cannot do that without their permission there, dude. So, you know. Hey, it was a, a collaboration feature. <clears throat> collaboration. Look at that. Good old collab. I know, I know Doc doesn't miss the <laughs> side conversations we have. Oh, I'm sure she did miss it, actually. I missed it so much. Our little... <laughs> Where we just carried away about stuff, you know, like apple fritters, and we'll we'll tell Tommy and Tiny that story today about Doc because she can't, uh, she cannot uh, uh, look at an apple fritter the same way. In fact, Doc, the next time we meet, I'm taking you to the donut shop so that way we can get you a nice one of those big apple fritters. Nice giant apple fritter. Yeah. Make sure you get some apple cider with the apple fritter. Oh well, wait, wait till you hear the story. I have one on deck, by the way. Oh, there you go. Wawa apple fritter on deck. Oh, he's got an apple fritter waiting. <laughs> See that, Doc? That oh, man is prepared right there. So Tiny? much better. <laughs> Tiny. There's is always one on deck. He's got apple. He's got snacks ready to go because he knows. This is yeah, gonna be you one got of to. He knows. Tiny is my favorite apple fritter. Rivy, you have no idea. <laughs> well, Jay, you want to tell them the story since since they don't understand. All right. It? I was I was on a podcast a while ago and we were joking around sending DMs to each other about, you know, tongue punching fart boxes and this and that. Mm-hmm. And to change it up, we went eat that shitter like an apple fritter. So at, Doc had come into the stream after all that was said and she goes, oh, I love apple fritters. And we were like, <laughs> oh, God. So we were slowly starting to, you know, explain it. She's like, you know, all the white gooey cream on it. We're like, oh, Doc, stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so innocent. So, it turned so out. Now, yeah, it started innocently. <laughs> so now she can't look at apple fritters the same. And just everything she said just it coincided perfectly. So now whenever we mention apple fritters, she gets slightly disturbed and... Well, hey, Tiny, Tiny, hands, Tiny's so. offering one. He's already got them prepackaged. I, I love them. They're amazing. I'm honestly not a fan of apple fritters. I mean, I'm not a fan of most things, so don't take it from me, but. It's fair to take advantage of a boomer. It wasn't me. Well, to be All fair, right, they didn't Jay. take, to, to be fair, they didn't take advantage <laughs> of you. 
You just happened to walk into a uh, into she a conversation. She ran into that shit. She just ran full full steam ahead. Ran right into it. Full steam ahead and did not stop when she she mentioned and descri- described the fucking <laughs> apple fritters. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So guys, you guys have the uh, two two guys in a bed. Where where did that uh, concept come from? What what uh, what drove you guys to that to that name and to the to like you know starting that podcast? What what started you guys off on that? And then I'll tell you about why me and Jade started off the Gulag. We actually were going to start this podcast like two years ago because uh, I had started one with the military buds. And Tom had always wanted to start one. And um, the one I had with my military buds, we were a one and done. Because they, the one guy got deployed and the other one got shipped somewhere else. And so we, it just really didn't take off. And I just got to the point where I was like telling Tommy, all right, let's just do it. Because it's like uh, a lot of times if we don't just full send it, it's never going to get done. So don't don't ever hem haw or post just fucking send it we'll send exactly it exactly what we did and that's what we did and it's like um and i was just like it's the two of us and he always has the bed in the background so it's just i got, thought it'd got, be I funny big blur on today so yeah he's got the blur but there's definitely bed a bed right, right here. there it's right there <laughs> and so i just thought it'd be a funny little catchy thing to do um i think uh it's maybe working i don't know we're we're gonna see the proof is going to be in the pudding or not i mean we're but, going on um, episode 19 uh people still come out watch get it get interactive with it so i think we're doing yeah. something right uh i mean as you guys know running a podcast uh you're gonna have your hiccups you're gonna have things that you run into during during it that happen that you just can't control and you know you gotta, you gotta just try and make fun out of it and you know uh try and laugh it off even even if it if it sucks in the moment you just try and laugh it off and just continue mm-hmm. on what you're doing and try try to stay on Somewhat of a path and not go completely off the rails, but uh, we, we definitely get off the rails sometimes. sometimes. That's the podcast yeah. in general. Yeah. You, got, you Eddie, gotta give them credit too, because they every week they're coming up with new questions, new you know new things to ask the guests that they have on, and then you have Rivy in the chat who is their graphics guy who works his ass off making videos and all the graphics, putting things out on Twitter. Like Rivy works his ass off behind the scenes, so we gotta give a little credit to Rivy. Rivy one hundred percent does. We try oh, yeah. to we try to get every guest we can uh, a video. Uh, right now, Rivy's actually currently getting out of the the service, so he's been a little bit busy. So we've fallen behind on that. But uh, obviously, family and things like that comes first. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a great idea, and it was a great thing we had going. But like I said, he's just been so busy lately. It's it's kind of hard to uh, to press him for for stuff like that at the moment. Have you, Have you guys ever thought about? Uh... Just getting into bed actually together and they just put it in a person's head like a yeah yeah a, so <laughs> have you thought about I, that I, just like two you guys headset and then and yeah then so the thing is uh we do this on my day off and he's freaking like six hours away so it's it's hard for us uh, to even get together these right, i got you, i got you tiny what you do is you get a <laughs> giant picture of a bed right you have Tommy streaming it. You got the giant picture of the bed in the background. You position the cameras on two sides of the bed. And then the person's camera go right in the middle. There you go. All three of y'all on the bed. There you go. That's a good idea. We had that, that, that honestly was an idea that was tossed around for a while uh, just for, like, emote purposes. Uh, unfortunately, we just came up with the uh, – I'm going to drop it in the chat here. It looks like me and Tiny are just uh, – Kissing. Kissing. <laughs> but uh, 
you know, uh, it's, it kind of works. That's how porn start, correct? That's, there you that's go, Ruby. <laughs> Get the little Pornhub sound going in the background. Yeah, we, we, we can thank Ruby for that. Um, I, I, that. That actually is our, our <laughs> intro, but instead of us kissing, a mic drops down in between, mm. so he took the mic out. No, it's just my tiniest face mushing together. It's uh, uh you're, you guys are getting uh, intimate. That's what it is. It's not your lips don't touch. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Almost like a Mortal it's Kombat a, versus screen too. It's yeah, like yeah. tiny yeah. versus. I, I mean, on, your lips on don't tiny's, touch. On Tiny's personal stream the other night, uh, he decided that he wanted to get a little loaded, and uh, <laughs> if I recall correctly, he told me it's on site. We're locking lips. There's and then no continue to just go on about how he was kissing me the second he, he sees me. So uh, I mean, there's nothing no, wrong with that. Uh, nothing wrong with a good. Uh, I I, I mean, do not remember any of that. Well, you know, I, hey, that's... I was hanging out in the Waste of Talent Discord this morning with Tiny <coughs> and a couple of guys, and apparently you could tell how loaded Tiny is because he changes shades of red as he goes. Oh, he looks like a tomato. <laughs> so, hey, n- nothing that Jameson, you know, Jameson always tells the truth. So, whatever you said with that bottle of Jameson. Oh, Ruby said he'll get the clip if you deny it, Tiny. <laughs> he got you nailed, bro. <laughs> I, I don't remember. That's your mod, your mod is letting us know that the. Yeah, I. I just don't remember saying that. Uh, if if he says it's happened, then it happened. But honestly, uh, you you were talking me up like there was no tomorrow. I was, you know, I, I like that, Tiny. Uh, I don't remember any of you it. You're talking about pheromones and other things. And I was oh, like, what, wow. what, is, what is this guy even talking pheromones. about? You're using Dude. words you don't even know the meaning. This was yeah, on yeah. stream. This <laughs> on stream. No, there's I, clips and transcripts apparently. There's a so, uh, uh, so this bromance. It's a bromance. It's a bromance. Just let it, you know, let it happen. You're <laughs> talking about pheromones and giving them a bro kiss. Yeah, he's just got too much estrogen. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Tiny be wearing that cologne. It's got the pheromones in it. It's got the pheromones and <laughs> a little bro kiss. You know, you're you're fine. It's fine. <sighs> you don't have to deny your bro your bromance, bro. No, bro no, I would never. It's bro like love. I said, you, you gotta kiss the homies goodnight. You know. Yeah, you, know? you gotta kiss the homies goodnight. Especially in bedroom. Yep, in bed. <clears throat> right before you guys go to sleep. True. <laughs> or do a podcast. I mean, like it's it's fine. <laughs> No one. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, uh, we have we have a lot of good times on the po- like before we start the podcast. We kind of have like this like twenty minute interval where it's just me and Tiny sitting there, bullshit and talking about you know how things are gonna go and uh, and then there's a time where I go where I deafen and I could see Tiny talking to whoever we're having on and I'm just wondering in my mind what is Tiny possibly talking about at this one because if if you know Tiny, Tiny can say some. I wouldn't say bad things, but Tiny can talk us into a hole that we cannot get out of. So if he's promising, I'm thinking here, he's promising them the world. And I'm like, all right, this is great. I can't hear anything. So I'm going to well, come I, back. I can and... speak from experience. Tiny told me, well, he goes, Tommy will tell you when to turn your mic, your cam on. I was like, okay, no big deal. Hey, I'm like... the boss. So, man, that's, that's, what he's, that's what he's saying is I'm the boss. <clears throat> so you, you're Tiny's the. Like, uh... Fuck my life. Yeah, yeah. He's. <laughs> I just you, have to you, accept you, everything. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to, man. If, if, there, if there's the the sad part is is there's vods and a transcript. Like, I mean, that's really bad. You got a transcript. That's normally how it is. It's like uh, anytime something goes completely wonky, uh, somebody's there recording it. I mean, same stream. Tiny was completely <laughs> obliterated to the point where I was making a command for him because I'm a mod for him. And uh, I, I messed up the command, so it was for every 500 bits, he would take a shot. 
Um, oh no! <laughs> and I instead of typing shot, I put shit, and he did not notice the whole night. So it was every five hundred bits, tiny will take a shit, and it was there for three plus hours. And he read it at least twenty five <laughs> times and just did not see that there was something wrong there. Oh my god! <laughs> so did you take a, a shit then? Every I uh... took no shits that night. Okay, so you know. <laughs> okay. At, least he, at least at least that he remembers. He felt he did Lots fall asleep in the chair. Lots of shots. Holy <laughs> smokes. I, I shot everything that was What, you, what were you drinking shit. that night? So that way you oh, know. Christ. What were you drinking that night? Uh, I had a bunch of IPAs. And then Ooh. I had. They sell these like packs, 10 packs of shots, like airplanes. And it was Southern Comfort. Okay, Nips. And it was a pack of Nips of Southern Comfort. And then I had some of the. Uh, fireball ones left and uh it was just terrible yeah the fireball let me tell you something that fireball is 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 a creeper like every time i've ever drunk like uh what we call apple pie shots because you'd mix the uh angry orchard with a fireball and drop it in i had like 10 of those right and i didn't even it didn't feel anything right we're the forgot where we're we're like a dave and busters had 10 of those didn't feel a thing then my buddy has the wise idea. Let's go to another bar. Fine. Holy shit. When I walked in that second bar, boy, that room started doing <laughs> spins that I didn't think a room could be doing because of all those shots that we took. of. Uh... <clears throat> and they weren't little shots. They put them in big ass. Yeah, they're big glass. You drop you drop yeah. the shot glass yeah. into a, into a, a pint, yeah. basically, yeah, of, yeah, angry of Angry Orchard. Angry Orchard. Like I never had pie. that. Yeah, it tastes exactly like apple pie. It's it's amazing. Those are very good, and they are very dangerous. Yes, they are. Uh, my my thing when drinking is uh, the car. The car gets me. It doesn't make me doesn't make me throw up. It Irish makes me car go bump. It, it makes me well. No, just the, the, like the vehicle. Like after a night of drinking, you know, you yeah. get into the vehicle, not driving, obviously. So I'm in the passenger seat, and you can nine out of ten times you can guarantee you will find me head to chest sleeping by the time we get anywhere because I'm like a baby. <laughs> I go right to bed in the car for some reason. It happens every time. My my buddy has a uh, a thing of uh, buying everybody. Like he'll find the hot dog guy that's selling hot dogs on that grill that they're pushing around in front of the goddamn club. Sure. Yeah, we literally. Where were we at? We were in Reno. So what you're saying is your friend buys your wieners. He buys every. Not even just me. He. We were in front of a strip club in Reno, and there was a hot dog a hot dog vendor right there. Like a, truck. a great place to put one. So he you're saying you there. went into a strip club with a wiener in your hand? No, it was after we got out. He sat there, and He's he, not he sat there, and he fucking bought the whole everybody that came out of the. And then he comes to me the next day and wants to know why his credit card has been locked because we're in Nevada, and at that time the banks were really worried about out of state purchases. He Jeez. bought. He bought a. Uh, two hundred fifty dollars worth of fucking hot dogs for everybody that came out of that strip club. Good lord! <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of wieners. Yeah, I, I commend that guy. Well, there were a lot of wieners drinking. there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. More Have than you one guys sense. ever had a drink called the Red Devil? No. It's vodka, peach schnapps, Southern Comfort, slow gin, triple sec orange juice, and grenadine. You had that on hand? I saw you reading. What's going on? I got. I looked it up to remember what was in it because it's been a while since I had them, but. That drink tastes like fruit punch. So on my 21st birthday, I went to a bar and I had 13 of those. Oh, my God. And I didn't take my time. I downed them because I tasted fruit punch. Those are the ones to say in the middle of February. 
You walk out that bar in that cold weather, that's like Mike Tyson punching you in the face with a right hook. <laughs> I almost hit the ground, had to lean up against a parking meter to stand on my feet, fell into my cousin's car, and do not remember getting home. Is this in the city? <laughs> Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Okay. <clears throat> Jeez, oh, uh, I mean, at least he didn't wake up naked at the uh, pirate attraction at the Thankfully. Treasure Island. I mean, I had a I had a in a, a run in with New York City about what tiny maybe eight months back here, something like that. I uh, ended up sleeping at Grand Central Station because I missed the last train. Uh, so obviously, there's no more trains to. Get. I was living in Connecticut at the time. There's no more trains to get back, so I ended up sleeping in uh, Grand Central Station for a couple hours, and uh, it, it wasn't too much fun. My phone was dying. It, it was it was bad. <laughs> Hey, hey, at least space. you were sober. I mean, can you imagine? No, I, w- I was not no, sober. Oh, you were not sober. Yeah, was not sober. There's no way. So sober me would have made the last train. I promise. Uh, That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I found myself outside one of the local bodegas with the people from New York. I felt at home. <laughs> you know, we're all just sitting there drinking. I looked at my phone. I said, "Shit, I got like ten minutes to get to Grand Central Station," and I'm like. I don't know, maybe 12, 13 blocks away now. No shot I'm making it. So I just decided that I was going to continue drinking, and then I would eventually make it to Grand Central Station and just sleep on the floor for a little bit. Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> Tommy hauling ass to Grand Central Station and be like, fuck. Oh, no, I mean, he, he, he was chilling with uh, the abuelitos hanging out in front of the fucking bodega, you know. Yeah, he just, all, you, all you hear is, mira, 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 venga, 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 venga. <laughs> Makes me feel like I'm at home. <laughs> Right, good old bodega. Hey man, with a cat lay, laying up on all the uh, on all the bread and shit. <laughs> it, it, it was it was a rough one, you know. They were they were standing out, outside the bodega trying to sell people weed and stuff, and obviously it's legal there now. So, yep, you're, uh, you're, you're yeah, making beef patties. Yeah, it was it was it was a good time though. Always pushing the beef patties and Jamaican beef patties with cheese and all that shit. Always mm. pushing that shit. They're really good though. Hey man, they are. New York's got some fucking amazing street food that uh absolutely yeah, amazing food in anywhere. general. Second best pizza in the United States. Though. I'm not going there. I'm not doing it. Uh, no, he got me with this on the on their pocket. I'm not doing it. I'm not fighting it here. So what is what nope. is the what is the first uh, uh Connecticut Connecticut has the best pizza in the United States. New Haven, Connecticut is the pizza capital of the United States. Jay's not even fighting this. Usually, he, I fought it on their podcast. I'm not doing it again. He, usually, he has a like a like a, a fucking dedicated thing about water. There you go, Tommy. York this water. is for you now. We'll, we'll we'll keep this for a little while. Right. Our water quality is better. We make better yeast. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep this up for a little while. The fact that super <laughs> yeasty, bud. The, 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 for pizza anywhere else. I'm sorry. It was like. I, I thought that pizza really was no big deal. Thank and you, I Clark. Clark says Connecticut pizza sucks. Another I mean, person on my side. Let's go. If you, if you guys know Barstool and you know uh, Dave Portnoy, uh, he uh, does his, he does his pizza reviews, and he says it himself that New Haven, Connecticut is the pizza capital. Jay, of the Jay if I fly out to New York, we got to go to New Haven, Connecticut, and try this pizza. Right. That's supposedly. That's supposedly. If you get the app this. or YouTube or whatever, uh, and go to work. Like at least one or two of the places they say you're not going to be disciplined. Okay, all right. You heard. I the mean, this guy—it's his Pepe job to know pizza. I mean, yeah, I mean, he—he's—he's he's done over 900 pizza reviews and yeah, uh, all over the East Coast, West. Like he's been everywhere. I will say this: I think his uh, judging is a little shit, but you know, it, 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 see, because you look at 
and Tiny and Tommy, Jay will fight people tooth to nail about pizza. No, I will fight people tooth to nail about pineapple on pizza. No, 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 no. I've had yesterday we other places. We've had we had this conversation. There you go. See, that's what I'm saying. You will always tell me that you told everybody that yesterday while we're in college. Right. So you're saying as a whole, New York has the best pizza, but every place that I've seen. Uh, in New York is offering a dollar slice. There's no way you can tell no, me you're getting no. You just, no, no. You're umbrelling. Okay. New York pizza is the best pizza. So hey, a dollar slice is part of New York's pizza. Fold it in half. That's to me. Dollar there's no slice, way you're gonna get a good slice for a buck. Dollar in slice. New York. I, no, I agree with that 100. percent Dollar slice is the people that want to make the quick buck, literally, and the pizza is absolute shit. I'm not gonna lie. That pizza is 100 percent shit. But if you go to certain places, just like if you go to New New Haven, you say it's got the best pizza there. If you go to certain places in New York, you will not regret the choice you made of going there, and you will say it's the best pizza. I now agree. there are the people that say L and B's Fomoni Gardens in Brooklyn is the best pizza they've ever had in their life, and that's just cheese and um, sauce and Parmesan cheese. They don't really put mozzarella on it. I don't think that's pizza at all, and I fucking hate it. What's that place <laughs> in Staten <laughs> Island that everybody talks about, Jay? That one I was I was telling you about that. Uh... That we came up in a documentary. I don't know. They, they make. I a, mean, the, the the big ones on Staten Island is yeah. Danino's, his brothers. I think it was brothers because they said they that supposedly had like the best uh, the best pizza. Yes, we can agree with that. Upper East Coast has the best pizza. We will agree with that 100. percent Well, yeah, we just had the best water quality to make yeast. I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with Chinese food. Actually, is is Chinese food is actually in the Northeast is way better than anywhere else in the country as well. I will say this though: any place else that claims to have New York pizza, oh no, is they get okay, their water Jay. from New York, not from Connecticut. Jay, so what Jay. we're gonna do is I'm gonna research in San Diego, who's saying that they have New York pizza, and we're gonna drive there, and and I will tell a, you one hundred percent. Yeah, we will do a review of their pizza for the for okay. for YouTube and Twitch. We'll go live on Twitch, and then we'll do a YouTube. We'll get we'll get Tommy we'll get Tommy in there too. We'll get we'll get the Connecticut and the New York version taste test of the. All right, all right. Is Tommy coming out to, to, to TwitchCon with us? Is that what he's, is he going to be out there? Uh, tw- TwitchCon is a possibility for me. Um, nothing, nothing uh, in Estonia, but it is. What about, a what about Tiny? You got you got to have the the duo there. No, the, no, no, no. Uh, no. I'm six foot seven, and I'm not paying double tickets for no plane, bro. I take up too much space. No, I'm going first class. I'm first making class, a fucking experience. I'm going that. first class and everything. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm going straight, making an experience. Yeah, I uh, I might yeah, miss on this one. We we can make an adventure out of it and drive across the country and yeah, yeah. drive oh across. God. <laughs> I've done that crazy, once. Right? I will never do it again. I, I mean, Tiny, Tiny, Tiny's a truck driver, so he's, he's used to. He's used to uh, driving. There you go. Hours, you, yeah, you can you can just we'll be there in two days. You can, you could just take a uh, load out to. San what do you got? A lot of pee breaks, though, because I'm, I will be drinking. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not driving at all, so I will be uh, participating in the alcoholic beverages. There's no way I'm dealing with tiny soda. Hey, if he, if, he has to, if he has to get it across uh, you know, to uh, San Diego, you're just going to have to open the door, just pull over on the side. I've done that before as a truck driver. Is just just pull over on the side of the, the freeway and open the door right before the crack of dawn and just let it let rip. It, let it rip, baby. Let it rip right you on the steps. You get pissing a bottle, Thomas. That's what Mikey said. <laughs> I, I, uh, I have a bad story about pissing in the bottle, so uh, I was probably I gotta, about... Uh, yeah, and I don't want a long trip for that. I was about eight years old, and I went to I went to work with my dad. He was a truck driver at the time, and uh, we got stuck on the GW, the George Washington Bridge. Oh. And, you know, you can't get out of the truck to piss on the George <laughs> Washington Bridge. 
So my dad's like, just piss in a bottle, blah, blah, blah. I completely missed the bottle, pissed all over the dashboard, everywhere. It was just, yeah, I, I didn't have good aim yet. You know, I was only eight. Like, yeah, 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 you my aim wasn't that good. I, I tried my best, but I he mean, cleaned, I peed everywhere. He, cle- he cleaned the whole dashboard <laughs> and the windshield to go along with it. There might have been a puddle on the floor. I'm not even sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't, okay, so the trick is you don't use, like, the little, co- like, these these water bottles. Don't use these to go pee in, boys, unless you oh. Unless your thing is like microscopic, no, you, you, you have to get Gatorade bottles. That's the uh, that's the trick. Wide too. mouth. Yeah, you got to Powerade, man. We got to get the Powerade. Gatorade, Gatorade or, or Powerade will work. Just make sure that you let whoever's riding with you know that that is a pee bottle, <laughs> and it's not full of lemon Gatorade because yes, no dumb and dumber scenes here. Because if someone gets thirsty and they reach around into the uh, the sleeper, and that's the first thing they grab, it's going to be a very bad day for them. Uh, it is sterile though, so you're fine. It's not I mean, like other you're than die being anymore. warm, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, you leave anything on the floor of a, of a semi, it's gonna get warm because that's where the transmission and the and the engine, all the heat from the engine is coming from. So no matter what you leave on the floor, it's gonna get warm. You can leave your Chinese food on the floor all day and in a semi, and it'll stay warm because of the because of the heat coming from the uh, truck. So it's, it's not Chinese like, like it's... facts. I've done it, <laughs> dude. No, we used to wrap. A truck driver secret. We used to wrap uh, like when we'd get barbecue out of Texas, we would wrap the 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 meat in foil and put it in the manifold of the engine and drive along the freeway. And by the time you got to your next location, your food was reheated because this is back in the day before they had uh, inverters and microwaves. You didn't have any of that shit when I first started driving trucks. So there was no microwaves or inverters. We would wrap the shit in foil, throw it in the engine manifold, let it ride about two hundred miles down the the, uh, the freeway, and then when you come back. It's it's warm because they you burn your hands trying to get that shit out of the engine manifold too, but at least the uh, the food is warm. So yeah, little little thing we used to do before uh, microwaves were a thing inside of a truck. Now you get all the luxuries: microwave, mm-hmm. TV, uh, refrigerator. We didn't have any of that shit. I think uh, Doc, I think Doc was asking Tiny what he drives. Yeah, I was asking what he, what you drive. Uh, I drive a Freightliner. Uh... I uh, work for the rail. I pull containers out of the rail. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my youngest son, uh, he had been, you know, he drove long haul for about eight years, and the last three years were flatbed. I yes. uh, When I first started, I was over the road. I worked for a company called Prime, and we did reefer, mm-hmm. and uh, that was my starter company, and I did that for a while, and then just realized I wanted to get off the road and find something local, plus it you be paying more, so uh, local work just really pays off being home every day, and financially yeah, only, it's better. So the only thing that I used the the over the road company for was for the license. That was it. They paid for a three thousand. I did mine myself. I uh, I went to a, a local school here that was hooked up with uh, PennDOT, and the instructors were the testers for PennDOT, so it worked out really nice. You were learning from the people that actually gave you the test. So, but you you, uh, you use your GIA. Did you use your GI? Uh... I'm not military now. No, but you no. get your GI bill, right? I'm not military. Oh, I thought you were military. Okay. No, no, no. No, I just, uh, I just, it was five grand. So I just, uh, yeah, yeah I, I got, I got my, the company, first ever company I worked for, I got them to pay for the, uh, only reason I did it, signed that, that, uh, year contract and, and got my free license. Yeah. I'm glad I did it though. I uh, I'm glad I got my CDL for sure. 
Now, <clears throat> when you when you guys do your, do you guys have like a certain theme that we that you do when you guys uh, do like your podcast? Is there some something that you look for for like your guests? Because us, we go we go across the board. We some days we do mental health. The first day that we ever got Doc to come and uh, uh, and actually be a guest for her, she was originally a guest when she first started. Uh, I convinced her over over a year span to start streaming on Twitch because they don't have a doctor that understands the um, a little because, year. Yeah, the the whole year to because she's my chiropractor too in real life, and I would tell her, hey, because she does YouTube videos, and I'm like, why are you not on Twitch? talking to the masses because you know the thing that i realized and i had a conversation about this the other day is that ever since covid uh when everybody kind of got separated and it was more at that time more than ever necessary to have somebody that could deal with the mental health and the stress of uh of not being able to see the people that you usually get to see and 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 uh and all the usual people that you used to used to hang out with all the time and it was at that time that Doc actually, that was the start of her, uh, that was the start of her thing, was right there, right in the middle of uh, uh, of 2020, I think, right, Doc? Yeah. 2020. Uh, 2020. Yep. Yeah. It was, was when she started buying all the equipment. She's like, oh, hey, Nero, I got the, I got, my son bought me the PC. Now, now we can start streaming. And then Jay helped her out. Uh, what, what is like your guys, what do you guys look for? as like guests or, 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 uh, uh, types of topics that you guys would talk about on your, on your podcast. So for, for guests, we're, we're, we're kind of, uh, open to anybody, whether we're, we're actually, uh, broadening our horizons a little bit. We're, we're actually interviewing our first YouTube content creator tonight. We we've stuck solely to Twitch content creators, um, <clears throat> in the hopes of, uh, our following, being able to go over, meet new people, branch out uh, communities, and learn more about the streamer, and then as well, their community come over, learn more about what we do, and maybe uh, ask the you know the the guest or the streamer you know they're they're a streamer, so the guest um, questions that they might not want to ask in their chat that you know might not feel it fits in their chat, so we kind of give them the opportunity to. Uh, get to know them a little bit more on, on, on a personal level, as, as personal as you want to get. Obviously, the internet is, some people are, are different, some people are very open, some people are, you know, kind of uh, closed books. Um, so we kind of just touch on, I would say, not basic topics, but, you know, things like, uh, you know, what, what got them into streaming, how, uh, how, they're, how they feel... Uh, um, about certain things that are going on, you always have different things that are switching up on Twitch. You know, Twitch is always switching something and doing something wrong. They never do anything right. So uh, we we like to talk about uh, that, how they feel about you know like uh, Twitch uh, possibly taking away you know for their partners their seventy thirty program, things like that. Because we do have a lot of part uh, a decent amount of partners that come on, which we're we're fortunate uh, to be able to to reach out to these bigger. Uh, audiences and or streamers with the bigger audiences and and bring them in. <clears throat> um, I have a we, list of questions we ask them. Tiny comes up with, with all the questions and we try to make them um, towards the streamer as much as possible instead of being generalized. Depending on who they are, if we know if we know you and we know that we can get down to the nitty gritty and you know ask you the funny questions and like you know we we like to have a good time. But there mm-hmm. is certain certain ones where we take, you know, a little bit, I guess we would say more professional where 
uh, you know, we're not going to ask you uh, where's where's the craziest place you've ever gotten naughty with your partner. Uh, those are the questions that we ask to. I like, answered that one. <laughs> to the people that was now. Where was the craziest place? Where was the craziest uh, place? Haunted mental hospital. Haunted mental hospital. Let that sink in. Did the ghost... Uh, it wasn't haunted. There were a lot of homeless people there. Did the homeless people get a turn? No, they got a show, though. Oh, did they? You should have had them... Yeah, at least, we, right? have, I mean, like, you know, they're already standing there. They, you no, hold they, my phone. They ask some, just... some fun questions like... Um, yeah, if we asked a movie questions. about your life. Who would narr- who would be the narrator of the movie? You know, yeah, so, I, I, I said I said Bobcat Goldthwait because I thought that would be funny as shit. I uh, <laughs> I'd like to keep it kind of structured because um, number one, uh, you only have these people so long, you know. So it's like right. you want to get as much as you can uh, for the amount of time that you have them. So if I have ten questions and burn out in two hours. I didn't really get much out of them, right? So right, right. I've got I've got twenty seven questions, and I'm asking you. And I got plus the plus the ones we get from plus the ones from the we audience. Also, we like also the audience is let the audience ask questions as well, yeah. which, uh, which keeps people engaged. It keeps it, yeah. it keeps it keeps it flowing because you know you might ask one of these questions that uh, they might you know one of our questions is like, what's the dumbest way you've ever been injured? Some people you know haven't been injured, and and that's great for them. So yeah. that question, you know takes up maybe 25, 30 seconds. So with the audience soap, it fills in that dead air kind of. of Jay yeah. got a ghost, that ghost thumb <clears throat> in the butt. That's what was just written on my on the chat. I will never confirm nor deny that. <laughs> he felt something wiggling. Uh, anyways. <sighs> so if yeah, you so... go back to the beginning and, you know, and you know, th- those formative points, knowing what you know now, is there anything that you would do differently that you think would you know, change where you are at the moment? Um, I, I think the first couple we did, we, we, we should have went with people we didn't know <clears throat> because I feel like we kind of fell into this comfortability because we brought in people that we already knew were already a part of our communities. So it was kind of just like an interview instead of a podcast of just talking and, and asking questions that we already knew the answers to. I think yeah. if we would have reached out to, um, to strangers, you know, or, or people that we don't know, I, I feel like it would have uh, it would have helped us more a little bit in the long run. Where we're kind of running into, we don't run into, I wouldn't say necessarily problems, but there is sometimes where we we get stuck, and you can you can see it when you go back and watch the vod. Either Tiny or myself get stuck with 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 like you know you're just jumbled on words and don't really know what to come out with because. Uh, we didn't take the time to go- get through those awkward phases, so we're going through them now, and you know it's yeah. kind of a growing pain. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the the good thing about having people on, you know, too, though, is like just starting out a podcast. It could be an uncomfortable situation, depending on if you're a talker or not. And like with me and Nero, when we started out, our first topic that we talked about was Chadwick Boseman and his death, and what he was known for. So we didn't do the whole you know, interviewing a person or anything like that yet. We were still just getting used to getting our, you know, our feet wet as far as what we were doing with podcasts. And then we started bringing on like, you know, gamer girls and what, what the, the stuff they deal with involving, you know, streaming and all that stuff. And then we kind of got used to the, the point of that. We had people on that we knew, you know, we had uh, friends of ours that we've known for a long time. We kind of, like you said, knew the answers to the questions, but you know what? it gave us the comfortability to expand to where we are now. And now we can literally just have anybody on it. We're still shooting the shit just like always. 
Yeah, so I mean, it's it's good but bad because, like you said, you already know the answers and you're kind of, you know, in the middle. But knowing the person that you have on also helps with the comfortability, and you can sit there and be like, okay, well, we did this wrong, so we could change this now instead of going on the fly with somebody you don't know. So it's it's good and bad in both situations. I agree. Me, me, me and Tiny, we like to take like at least thirty minutes after every podcast, and we sit there and we, you know, we we kind of go over what we could do a little bit better next time. So uh, tonight will be our nineteenth one that we've done. <clears throat> Um, so, I mean, it, it seems like a lot, but it's it's really not that many. I mean, in, in this world, I mean, people have been doing this for years and years and years uh, and have mm-hmm. a lot of experience. So uh, I think that if, if we just continue to be able to critique ourselves and, you know, give each other the hard truth, like, hey, uh, at this point, you know, you messed up a little bit or, you know, you didn't seem like you were too you were you were as engaged as you should have been. Yeah. Um, being able to critique each other and that, that's that's a good thing uh that you should have with uh with your co-host is being able to come to the say hey uh you know you didn't do this you should have did it this way let's try it that way next time and see how it goes and uh we, we do have you know that friendship where we can come to each other yeah i mean i bust tiny's balls all the time and throw them under the bus but uh we do we do have the the serious conversations of how we can get better and how we can continue to uh grow the podcast um and it has it has grown uh, tremendously, and and we've we've got to talk about uh, a lot of great things, uh, you know, mental health things like that, yep. um, things that strike home for not only my, I, I mean for myself and for Tiny, you know, I I, do, I struggle with mental health, uh, so it's nice to have those guests on that that are willing to open up and and talk about their problems and their coping mechanisms and how they get through things and how you can you know try and implement some of those things and see if they work for you. <clears throat> And, so is uh, there anybody who's on your list of you would love to have as a guest? Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal. If Ninja's on, I'm done. That's it. I've I'll, done I'm everything I possibly want to do. Tiny and Tommy are just like me and Narrow. Narrow's yeah. Apex, Tommy's Apex. Tiny's Fortnite, I'm Fortnite. We're literally like the same group of people because of the way we play things. But, Ruby says BB Jess. Uh, That's a good one, too. Yeah, we're working on that. With with Tiny being Fortnite and Tommy being Apex, what games were the first ones that really got you into the shooter genre? Fortnite, actually, uh, Tiny will tell. God, Tiny, say it. Fortnite made them. Fortnite it is what it is. Me. So I mean, I'm Fortnite. not, I'm not, I'm not a huge content creator. I I average somewhere in the 30s. Um, I, I all I do is play FPSs when I stream on my own channel. Um, and Fortnite did. "Quote unquote," I guess make me. I, I was. I, I still am top five hundred um, in the world in kills in that game, and I haven't touched it since chapter one. So that was before like all the map changes that have happened and adding in the AI bots and things that I just didn't like that they were doing. Mm. Uh, so then I went and uh, went over to Call of Duty, and then Call of Duty, you know, went took a massive dump on themselves, and then now I find myself over on Apex. Um, Tiny, uh, what 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 game really started it for you? Uh, Battlefield. Battlefield started for me. I would say uh, Bad Company Two was probably one of the first ones. Oh yeah, Good old um, Bad on PC, too. and uh, it was super fun. The uh, the battlefields for me were amazing because if you play, like I always always play the actual game itself, and like the one of the first ones I played, Kevin Spacey was like the main bad guy in it. Like it was about. Um, controlling mind control or not mind control but like government controlling people and stuff like mm. that and it just really had a great story to it and um but then you play the multiplayer and it was just 
the way Battlefield was set up was super fun. It was like you're your healer, you drop med packs, you use these guns. It was very basic, very simple. And uh, it was just pretty much really good fun. And then Battlefield 4 came out, and I just was in that, like, it was my life. Battlefield 4 was just, like, such an amazing game. Uh, I really feel like it was probably, like, one of the best multiplayer games I've ever played. You know? I mean, it's not a BR, so it's it's just multiplayer. And I mean, then... Uh, Fortnite really took over that BR scene. and, and Right, and then... Popular. That's when, after that, I hopped on to uh, Fortnite and um really gave that a go like i love fortnite i can i can play that all day it's just you know, it's pretty fun like you said with with being the best multiplayer the multiplayer that actually started for me was playstation 2 socom i never so played that i played that, that that game had a clan system like you've never seen in any other <clears> game it just it was so ahead of its time and i think if they ever brought it back Quite honestly, it would kill COD and Battlefield and potentially Apex. I don't I remember think, what think... that. What was that map was called on, on SOCOM? Yeah, that it was, it was in the dark and it was on a boat. Oh, oh yeah, Frostfire. Not... Was is, it... is that what it was? I think it was is Frostfire. It, is that the one where you're in the containers and you're like hopping yes. up and down? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was amazing. I do uh, remember that. FFDP. What's that? Um, uh, I know Five Finger Death Punch, but I don't. I don't know if Kylie's talking about that. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Five finger death punch, Kylie. I know. Uh, I know. Clark Jay... says you love playing blackout on on. Uh, oh, dude, blackout was the best, dude. That was the first COD battle royale I played. Was blackout, and we were. My team How's was. How's it going, Kylie? My team was top. Uh, we were what top like ten or twenty percent of the of the blackout players, and then we switched over to to Apex. I fucking hated blackout. Ugh. I just started that. playing. I just started playing Apex about hey, three I, months. Jay months is going to be an ALGS player, guaranteed. I am not. I'm already one. I'm already one, but Jay is going to be an ALGS player. Nope. I got the diamond my first season, so I mean, I hold my own. I mean, I didn't, you know, I couldn't couldn't get the masters push in the first season, but uh, this split or well, this season, I'm already Good I'm luck. already in plot, so I'm hoping it's it's, it's a it's a tough climb, man. The, everybody's having a tough climb with the especially now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. There's there's so many. Uh, I've Maybe been in, I've been in play for like the last week now. I can't. Yeah, go. You're, you'll 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 be there for a while. Now. <laughs> there's, there's pro players that are just not. They're barely getting past gold right now. So it's it's a it's a tough climb. But you know, I remember when me and Jay were top ten percent of fucking Warzone. Remember that shit? Uh-huh. In the beginning, the beginning, the first couple seasons, we were top ten percent of Warzone. Like you would click on our you click on our name and it would show top ten percent. And that's not. I think we won our first Warzone game like three games into like when it came out. Yeah, the, no, the first game that after the, the release it? date. Yeah. With Miss Sweet Tea, we're playing uh, tr- trios and quads and we killed everybody. The good old days when Warzone was actually good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First couple of that Better first was. game. Warzone was good. And uh, from what I understood, they're bringing uh, Verdance back. They're redoing the, they're re, what is it? Remastering, remastering. the map uh, because they're already remastering Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. For those who played that, uh, it's pretty exciting to see that come back into the uh, picture. And hopefully, now that uh, Activision got bought out uh, by Microsoft, they take the actual time out, you know, because Microsoft has its own developers to to make well, Call of Duty believe what, it, it or what not, it was. Believe it or well, not, because Microsoft bought out Activision, they're saying that Sony is in danger of losing Call of Duty because of that. 
So what they're going to do is they're considering bringing the Soulcom franchise back, remastered and everything, good. strictly as a PlayStation exclusive title. Which if they do that, I will be buying a PS5 and playing on console again after I swore I never would. So <laughs> if there is a Soulcom yeah. game coming out, bet your ass I will be on PS5. I think the biggest thing with uh, Microsoft buying the rights to uh, Call of Duty is they're no longer going to create a game every single year. So Modern Warfare 2 is the next game to release, and that will be the game for two years. They're going to take a they're going to take a year yeah. span off, which I I think is amazing because they put out unpolished games all the time because they're oh, just yeah. rushing to get them out. Granted, mm-hmm. they're the highest selling games for for months and months after they come out, but um, they're not polished. You you know you get on, and if everyone's ever ever played a you know mid midnight release of Call of Duty. One, you can't. You usually can't even play with friends because the party system's completely broken. Yep. Uh, the ser- the servers are just god awful. Uh, the first two weeks of any Call of Duty is just it's it's not a pleasant experience at all. It's not. Even remember when we used to <laughs> hang out in front of the GameStops for the actual midnight release. Dude, right. I remember. I remember Halo. Oh, you remember releases. that? You remember when, when people missed. used to dress up when they're in their like military. I think about that all the time. How things used to be so different. Like uh, I, I was talking to somebody about this. So I was like, dude, midnight releases is the pre pre ordering from GameStop, getting the books, whatever. Freaking trips to Blockbuster and stuff like that. All the shit we used to do. It's just like uh, so crazy how those days are long gone. Dude, these man. kids don't know. What about the game centers that held the tournaments that you actually had to go to the place, get your team mm-hmm. together, go to a place, have the tournament there on LAN, and then you won your tournament. You get you got the cash prize then and there, that, done deal. No online that, shit. That's where that's where Doc started. The uh, Doctor Disrespect started from. I yeah. remember the two time, the two time. Yeah, because he's from where I'm from. He's from the city that I'm yeah, from. Yeah, Narrow knows the doc. So he, like, I remember these these Blockbuster tournaments because Blockbuster, we had so, back in the day where we were from, there was Blockbusters everywhere. So they would go yeah. to Marine World, Africa, USA, Doc, you know where Marine in Vallejo, right? And they would, uh, uh, they would have a big outdoor, they would put like a tent around it, but it was a big outdoor land thing for uh, NBA 2K because that was the big thing back then on, uh. on Sega. And that's where he started his his gaming his gaming love for, uh, yeah. And mine goes that far back too. Back when I played the original Atari, I don't know if anybody remembers playing that with that stupid line that would go back and forth, Pong. back and forth. That would, Pong, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just bounce the ball back and forth. Pong was a big deal when it first came to the arcades when I was in high school. It was that was like, oh my god, we've got to go down to the to the miniature golf because they've got a Pong machine. So yeah, we started up before anything got into the house. Yeah, I used anyway. to spend Saturdays in the arcade when I was a kid. My mom right. used to give me a couple bucks, and I would take the bus to the. I live. I grew up in Baltimore, and I would take the bus to East Point Mall, and they had this arcade, and out like arch rivals and freaking uh, street, just like you name it. I just spent my time at the arcade. Obviously, no no shooters. We can tell from your gameplay there was no shooters. At they time. actually they actually did have a shooter. I don't know if you remember, but like House they had the was a, a, well the Terminator Two game that actually oh, had the physical yeah. gun you held. Yep. Uh, it was like an Uzi or something like that, and I just <laughs> those games didn't get me, man. Like uh, I don't know, I was more of a um, adventure game. Uh, I, I don't know. They just so you, what you, were what were the big arcade games that you guys? play like there was that one arcade game that no matter what that was your game what was it when i was a kid uh there was a game called kung fu 
and in this wrestling game, I cannot t- begin to tell Wrestle you. Wrestlefest. I can't remember what it was called, but it was just so fun. I and then they exactly came out with that pitfall. Festival. Then they came out with that pitfall game or something like that, where the people looked real, but they moved kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It was like a wrestling guy, and so it was—I don't know. There was just like such kooky games when I was a kid. I'm uh, I'm a little bit younger, so arcades were kind of like not really a big thing for me. You know, consoles were already <sighs> out. I didn't have to really go anywhere to to play games. That's what was uh, out I when I was a kid that. too. Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, like the the actual ones, you know, like PS2, what do you mean, PS1, the actual like ones? The, the, when you actually had decent graphics, you weren't running around had, with a figure. Uh, I did have Pong when I was a kid, but then I got an Atari. <clears throat> I did get uh, a regular Nintendo, or actually, my friends I did. The Nintendo, yep. I had. Dude, I, I, remember, I remember when paying one hundred and thirty nine dollars for the first Sony PlayStation. Right, I went to KB Toys. And I saved up all my money from working. And mind you, I was an entrepreneur when I was a kid. Like, literally, I, w- I was only 15 years old and I was selling cell phones at uh, what, what is now Verizon, but it was GT MobileNet. Youngest person there working in the mall selling cell phones to a bunch of grown-ups. L- probably lying my teeth off because they just gave me a script to go by, right? And I, sa- and I saved the money. And then I, I remember I got off work and went to the KB Toys, and I thought $139 was bad for a for a, play, a Sony PlayStation. And then bro, now you thought, you thought that was a good business to have, bro? Man, yeah. when yeah. I was younger, I was amazing at the crane game. Like, I would go to arcades and clean that shit out. I would come home with garbage bags full of stuffed animals, bro. I would go to, like, antique stores. They would buy them from me. Bro. I would literally spend maybe 20 bucks in the arcade, come home with a garbage bag, make 160 off that shit. So, there's some money to be made from those crane games. Let me yeah, tell you. Well, hey, all right then, Jay. We're gonna go to arcade well, when we go to TwitchCon, and we're gonna see how good. Look, you are I'm not. I, I I can still throw it down with all the crane right, game, but I ain't right. doing that shit no more. I ain't spending no twenty dollars on that shit. Hell no, no. I'll 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 take the money out of. I'll spend the money. I just want to see how good you are at getting the. Uh, all right. Uh, well, and that brings up an interesting point because there is the gaming side of Twitch, but there's also the business side of Twitch, mm. and um. Do you guys think that most people really are ready to take on the business aspect of Twitch in order, you know, because everybody thinks they're going to come in and in a month they're going to, you know, be ninja and, you know, and there is those, you know, the steps that you need to take from a business aspect, you know, networking, all of that. Do you think that that's something that a lot of streamers really don't have as, you know, firmly a hold on as they need to? Not one bit. I uh, I think they don't know what the hell they're doing, uh, especially the younger generation that's right now. Like my kid uh, streams, and he was he was like, "Where's my payout? Where's my payout?" And it was like, it took him forever to get up, whatever. But he never even verified his uh, accounts or anything. Like you're supposed to verify your PayPal, verify your bank account, something. Like he doesn't do any of this stuff, and I'm like, he doesn't tweet out anything he doesn't inst- he doesn't do any of this stuff you know and i'm like dude you just can't just go live and expect millions like twitch it, is twitch is the only place where all of your hard work is done outside of twitch yep. outside of, <clears throat> outside of streaming uh so networking things like that using you know obviously tiktok uh we're, we're given the tools to do it it's just uh getting it done obviously having things you know getting content to put out there the thing is, is anything is content. Um, there's you, yeah. you have a you have a market for anything out there. There's people that are into you know if Tiny was to blow a bubble here with some gum. Uh, there's people that are into that. I mean, there's there's people that are into anything. So I mean, 
Uh, that I think that's somewhere that, that a lot of people struggle is they're like, oh, I can't, I can't get content, I can't get content, I can't get content. But it's like uh, you can make content on anything. Um, sure, sure. As long as you do it the the right way, you can you can make content on anything. And to answer your question, I, I think that uh, <clears throat> everybody comes in thinking, uh, you know, okay, you know, me for example, I, I was like, oh, you know, I'm I'm really good at video games. I see these streamers making big money. I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna have a lot of viewers right away. And little did I, you know, I learned I learned that really quick that that's not how it works. Uh, so, I think that, like Tiny was saying, that the younger generation, uh, you know, they're they're obviously better with the social medias. They they have a bigger following on the social medias, but they don't necessarily use that to their advantage because of uh, a little bit of laziness and just not it's, wanting to. It's not Doc. It's not even this industry that's like that because. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and one of them is a guy named Jay Cutler, World's Strongest Man. And one of the things he said was absolutely amazing. He said, these people these days, I'm sure you've seen Bumgarner, just all these different weightlifters on ads and stuff like that. He said it's so much easier for a young man to get into such a small market like bodybuilding and thrive. Because back in the day, all they had was, if they were lucky, magazine, magazine shoots. You know, back in the late 80s, early 2000s, they didn't have half the shit they have now. Now, Baumgartner, a Canadian young man, has a very successful YouTube. He has products. He has all this stuff. And he never hasn't even won anything. But he's active in bodybuilding, good at it, great shape, but stays relevant on socials. And to be honest with you, you could have a crap stream and just do wonderful everywhere else. And eventually it should pan out. But you're at, it's like these days, if you just stay relevant, stay active and stay busy, it's going to pay off for you. But you've got a lot of people that just are in that now generation that just want everything right now. You order your burger and you're looking around like, where is it? And uh, it just sometimes just really doesn't work out that way. And, and now Come bigger... a long way since MySpace. <laughs> and now a bigger uh side to that the the do you feel right that uh, uh that the the females are, that put themselves out there okay uh because we we're having to talk about this the other day that do like because there's there's females that i've seen that come onto twitch do you feel like they have an advantage if they have certain assets that that uh that are featured in a lot of their stuff. Is that something that you feel that they use as an advantage to get Twitch partner? And me and Jay know a person that's done this, that said that they never would. Is this something that you think that, 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 that a lot of females take advantage of now as a, as a, between their only fans and their, their Twitch. Cause we talked about this on, on our podcast a lot. And what, what well, is, what, what is your feeling as far as like, like, let me the, go for it. Thank you. Go ahead. <clears throat> so my my thing is, is I don't think that it's only females that take advantage of it. I oh, think that there I, I think I think that if you're just good looking in general, um, you you have an advantage uh, because you know when you're scrolling through Twitch and you're you know you're trying to find a new streamer to watch, you get a standstill picture of somebody. So if you know you're a drop dead gorgeous male or female, that's going to entice people to click. Um, yep. Like I said, there, there's a market for everybody out there. Um, there's males who are, who are also very successful on OnlyFans as well. Um, and I know a couple, yeah, I, you're I, just I, not looking them up. <laughs> there's, there's... I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, my thing is if you have the assets, use them. 
um it, it's 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 part i mean do, do people go and watch ninja just because they like ninja no ninja's very good at video games that's an asset um ninja, ninja's good at marketing himself he did a very yeah. good job so you know for these females that um you know have the rocking body and you know they're, they're riding pickles and in pools and in hot tubs and stuff i mean of course they're going to pull in uh the viewers but that also brings in the concern of uh you know the age limit on twitch is only 30 you, you know you only have to be 13 to get an account yeah. so uh i think that maybe uh twitch needs to do something about that maybe transfer over to an adult side age of twitch verification. age verification where you have to be 18 plus obviously you shouldn't be 18 i mean not that they're doing anything wrong but i mean at 13 years old we're, we're, we've all been there we're, all you have to do is oh yeah i'm 18 click uh, and here we are on, on a you know a nice nudie site and you know it, it, there's ways to get around it but i think that if twitch was to take like the uh the pools and hot tub section and put it into a completely different place on Twitch where it's not just so accessible for everybody. I think that would really be a good idea for them. But yeah. Um, and in regards to your uh, question, people using their assets and stuff like that to further their thing. We've talked about this on our podcast as well. And statistically the men do better. Anyway, the men have the retention the women get fast, quick money, but you go to Shrouds or Gold or whatever his name is or XQC. Summit, XQC. These guys are making bazillions compared to the seven hot tub streamers you know about. No. There's like seven hot tub streamers you know about. That, that makes that the, type of money. Yeah, amongst the hundreds of guys that are freaking making hundreds of thousands. You know, it's like the guys... You can talk about these hot tub streamers all you want, but the handful of them that are making a couple bucks are making nowhere near the males that are streaming, making three, ten times the amount that these couple of girls are making. So it, yeah. it's the it's numbers aren't there to complain about a handful of girls. I have, I have a comment on this and a, a totally separate question, but do you think it would be a smart thing for Twitch to implement some sort of like a... Uh... Like in putting a credit card number to verify age for them to see 18 plus streams? Because that there's really no way, like you said, it's like, oh, you have to be 18 or over to watch as you click, okay, start watching, I'm 18. There they go. They may see God knows what. But if they have, like, some sort of a real certification thing, kind of like, you know, maybe entering a credit card number or something to prove that you're of age to have these things. Yeah, I don't, think that, would, I don't yeah, think that would be a good idea because you're really limiting the product. So it's, I mean, it's the same thing as, okay, we're hosting these tournaments. I can't right. watch every single person's gameplay to know that they're cheating. I can't. I don't know what's going on in the background with what they're doing. So you you can only put up the best defense you can put up. Okay. Yeah. So Twitch is doing the best thing they can do, which is have a 13 year old come on or whatever. But they were talking about making it its own category, its own website. I don't know if it was going to be like Twitch just chatting or whatever it was, but they were talking about that. Uh, whether that's something that's down the line to separate the just chatters from the gamers. Um, because I feel like Twitch, in regards to you're a streamer, you're looking for gamers, this is the best route. Because to find somebody on YouTube or any th or Facebook gaming, it's impossible. I get on Twitch, boom, gaming. There's gamers. You know, it's so simple. I hope they don't mess up the mold. Uh, I think, if anything, they could probably make it a little bit better or whatever. But 
Oh. One more thing to touch on there. You know who's really dropping the ball in all of this uh, as a company? OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. By not coming out with a streaming service. They, yeah, they're dude. really dropping the ball. By not well, there, there is a streaming service. service that you can game and do other things at the same time. Yeah, it's Tiny has an account on there. Oh, actually, does he? I made, that's, I, I, that's okay. First off, it's we, we found we we found this place, and and we one of our buddies at the time was like, "I'm going to stream over here. Come check it out." So we all get on there, and you know, it's just nude, you know, nude nude people just streaming video games, and, yeah. and that's cool, and and you know, whatever. So I made an account uh, as Tiny and PA. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, it was called Plex Storm. Plex Storm. Yeah, Plex Storm. It's, yeah, it's yeah, gone. Yeah. It's gone, guys. It's gone. It's gone. It's not even there. It's not even a thing anymore. But yeah, it's, it's Plex Storm was funny. Yeah. So it is what it that's That's the thing. It's like Tommy's right. You can do whatever you want in regards to a filter system, but just like any adult site you go to, you can just click whatever and then boom, you're whatever. But to put like a card system or something, I think that's a bit extreme mm-hmm. because then you're just really limiting. You're you're pushing people away. You're pushing customers, viewers, whatever you want to call them. You're pushing away because I mean, yeah, because even even viewer, you're pushing away money with viewers just because if they're not subbed, they get all that ad revenue. Yeah. And you can see not being subbed in, in Twitch's channel or anyone's Twitch channel in the last couple of months has completely changed. Where they're rolling out, you know, you can change, you can turn it down in your settings, but it's still three to four ads every hour. Okay. And then you you have these little the the micro ads that come up now at the bottom, you know, like the Best Buy and yep. and all these things. So uh, I think just if comes I, up now. <laughs> I think I think if uh, I think if tw- if Twitch was to implement up? a card yeah, card don't. service, uh, I think that would that would be losing them a lot of money. They, but know? see, and they they were talking about this is uh, actually actually had, got a chance to to meet with Twitch what a couple months ago, and we were that was one of the things they asked me was the you know what is this what do you guys think about this ad uh, ad stuff? And I said you know had you guys done what what YouTube does now which is give you that skip ad thing and actually make it intelligent enough to understand that once you've watched an ad, not to throw another ad into whatever you click into next. Like if you're, you know, you're checking out different streamers, that's something that YouTube has done really well is that they, once they put an ad on the first thing that you click and then you, you click skip ad, it will not put another ad in anything else you watch for, for at least uh, I think it's an hour or so before they, they put another ad in. So if they do something like that, where people can skip the ads because they're not necessarily interested in the product, I think I think it would be a better user experience. And that's uh, I'm hoping something that they're working on right now is just getting a skip feature where you can just click it and you can watch the, the streamer. I mean, the ad could be off to the left or whatever and continue playing, but, you know, uh, give you the give the uh, audience a uh, a uh, uh, control of the. Uh, of what they want to watch. Yeah, don't don't force me to watch seven ads because then I'm just gonna leave. Yeah, yeah, I think they should switch the picture in picture to where if an ad shows up, it brings like the stream up in the what is it, it the right corner? I believe it does. So it, it, now yeah, it switch does. it up to where you have the stream in the main and then I, the ad up top. So I haven't yeah. I haven't seen that if they did that. But they no, 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 no. They, they should they should do it back. They should do it backwards. Yeah, I, if I you leave the stream on the main screen and at the top of the chat, put an ad. You could do that all day. I could give two shits. Yeah, I mean that's. That's what YouTube does. That's how they generate their stuff is they put ads in the in the chat. So that way, like, you know, when people are talking on uh, while people are live, the ads going rolling off the right side of the chat. So, yeah, it's something that, that, that they should work on. You know, unfortunately, is it something that's branded by YouTube and is is uh, only theirs? 
maybe that's why that's why they're having such a hard time doing it but uh and now my second the question i have is kind of interesting is how did you guys meet and how did you guys come up with wasted talent well tiny you well, tell me we met we met uh through uh a joint friend a girl named abby uh abby introduced me to tom years ago it's a fun fact i followed him instantly and then unfollowed him i uh <laughs> i don't know why i unfollowed him um but i, I did and uh and then <laughs> and then so i started my podcast with my buds and i was spending this money on graphics and all this other stuff and i was like you know what i i, I really want to sit down with this guy because at the time uh he was absolutely amazing at cod like when i, I met him after Fortnite, and um i was like dude i want to get you on i, I want to sit down with you and um just, I was actually supposed to be their first guest. Yeah. And uh it just it didn't work out. Um both parties just uh, were busy doing whatever and then but I was messaging through Discord and I would always see him just sitting in Discord with 40 and like a couple other people and it just one day I was like, "Hey, you mind if I just come chat with you guys or whatever?" And from there on, uh I've been glued to his side ever since. Yeah, I won't leave for some reason. <laughs> and uh but in regards to wasted talent that that's 100 percent him that they mm-hmm. were uh so uh wasted talent uh is something that i came up with when i was playing uh competitive call of duty back in the day we went to uh and black ops one ended up going uh actual pro going to uh call of duty nationals uh in providence Rhode island uh we competed we placed uh 17th which is really good unfortunately one place out of the money um but we we did make it to like the sundays if you've ever watched like a cdl stream now how they have like you know the main main stage sundays i mean at the time it wasn't as big obviously um so our team name was wasted talent um so wasted talent has been with me from then i was i I own the rights to it um since i believe 2010 uh i've owned the rights to wasted talent as a team name um and we started our org in 20 it was 2020 uh no it was it was like the end of 2019 right before covid hit and uh you know this was when i was i was at the top of of my streaming career i'll call it you know i was i was peaking and and you know i was on my actual partner push i was around the 75 viewer average um and then covid hit and everything was going really well for me but for the org and trying to balance the org and you know if if uh you know anybody who's open an org or any any sort of business you have to put in money to get you know to get anything out of it you have to dump money into it yep. and at the time with covid i i i stream full-time um and uh my my partner at the time you know he was just so busy with work because he started working from home so they were just drilling him so we just decided that we were going to shut down waste of talent and we had a lot of buzz around us at the time uh, we were we were doing kind of a little bit of the same thing that we're doing now. We're just doing a little bit different. Um, I have a different partner now, which is Rivy. Rivy's uh, we own he owns fifty percent of the business. I own fifty percent of the business. Um, and we're basically right now we're we're hosting all these. You know, we've hosted three Apex tournaments so far, all free entry, cash prizes. Um, we're giving away you know things in the chat to people. We've given away custom paintings and um, shirts, shirts, and and everything. Uh, we have a stream team, so that being part of our stream team is uh you know you get the perks of being able to use rivy rivy's uh, a good video editor and he's willing to sit there and teach you if you want to learn as well so that's you know one of the perks and um and, and LLC, we, we're doing yeah, we, 
yeah, we really we really are doing it right this time. And uh, when we came back, there was a huge buzz around us. You know, our, our Discord grew uh, very you know quickly. You know, our our our, our Twitch is growing massively. Um, we're doing we're doing well. So, and, and and a lot of buzz comes from the podcast and the tournaments. I mean, because that's really all that's really streamed on the Waste of Talent Twitch is our podcast and the tournaments. And uh, we've we've had a lot of people come on and want to learn like uh k clark in the chat like she came to me and rivy one day and said hey you know i'm around you guys i i see you guys you know have a lot going on is there anything i can do to you know take a little bit off your guys's plate you know i want to learn how to do these things and so we've we've been teaching her you know things and social media just trying to be active and things like that and we've done a pretty good job so far and you know we just going to continue to keep our head down and work hard and and see where we can get well, I, think I'm a, do, I think I'm a tiny bomb squad. Years. What was that, Doc? Oh, I was asking, where would you like to see yourself in the next five years? The next five years, I'd like Waste of Talent to be a household organization name. Um, mm -hmm. I, I know that's that's a stretch, but it's possible as long as we continue continue to keep our head down and, and just continue to do the right things and, and keep attracting great people and like-minded people. And providing entertainment and and things for people to do tournaments, you know, with with, with fair payouts and uh, and and just making sure our tournaments are all run correctly. And and the first three that we've done, we've had very limited problems. We cast the tournament, we 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 clip things for people, we put them out on social media. You know, we we make them custom paintings. My girlfriend Kylie, right now, she's she's an artist. She paints, so great artist. We're just uh, we're really trying to give back. This is my latest piece from her. Out of blur, he's fucking it up, but so she does things like that, and uh, we give those away to you know people in the chat who stay interactive, help us obviously keep our numbers up, and uh, you know when your numbers are up on Twitch, you, you're more discoverable, and and so that that helps. But the next five years, would definitely like to be a household name, at least in most households. I mean, we're not going to be a hundred thieves, but we'll, we 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 will be known by a good amount of people. Yeah, I, yep. think, I think I found Tiny in Bomb Squad, wasn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. I think I met you in Bomb Squad. And then Tommy I heard about from either Ginger or Victorious. But then I think her, I think Vic was talking about you more. And then when I got on the podcast where I really started talking to you, and that's when we kind of just like hit it off. Yep. I've known Vicky. I grew up with Vicky, actually. I've known Vicky since we were probably like 13 years old, something like that. So we grew up in the same town. Uh, I found her streaming one day, and and she was still streaming on console, and she didn't really know what she was doing. So you know, I took her, took her to the side and helped her out a little bit, and she she's killing the game, and and I'm you know proud proud to see it. Yep. <clears throat> so how do you deal with burnout? Burnout. What's how do what's I deal with it? Uh, I, I haven't had, I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> see, see, I I have. So if you if I go back in my analytics and I look uh, at a year ago. Uh, there was months where I was streaming 220 to 250 hours a month. Uh, I do this full time, so I did hit that burnout stage, which which I'm actually currently in. I I I, I still stream full time. This is what I do for income, but unfortunately, my streams have been just lacking streams just because I'm so busy doing other things with the org, and then me and Tiny have the podcast, so it's 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 a lot to manage and juggle time a little bit. But I mean. It kind of isn't. It's kind of just a little bit of burnout and, and a little bit of laziness, honestly. It's just uh, 
if I if I can get a couple minutes to take off, I I, I for sure will kick my feet up and take them off. But uh, I definitely need to uh, get out of the burnout scene. And, and, and Apex did it for me for a while. Uh, playing something new, it, it brought like the love for streaming back. I was doing something different instead of streaming Call of Duty every single day and playing in tournaments and you know winning tournaments and then getting really upset when I was losing tournaments and. It's hard to do that on stream when you're not this huge, huge presence in in the Call of Duty scene because no one wants to see anybody just angry at the world. And Tiny can tell you I wear my emotions on my sleeve. You know when I'm unhappy, Which and I make it known sometimes. that I'm unhappy. So you know it's kind of it's it's a good thing and a bad thing, but uh, it's a blessing and a curse. No. Tiny, Tiny, did you say that you didn't? You don't deal. You, I mean, you don't stream that much, so. I, you know, I stream when I can, <laughs> but it's like. Uh, I mean, you have a full time job. I, you know, yeah, I but not, I've not shots. I've always been the type that hits the ground running. So it's like I realize time is short. So it's like, generally come home from work to just do more things. So it's like I'm, I make uh, TikToks and uh, other and things for Hover and um, doing the questions and just getting picks it's just you're always doing something but it's a good thing though because it's like um you know i'll sleep when i'm dead it's like uh why not just freaking get That's stuff true. done it's that is it's, so true so this ride gonna... is so short bro i'm i'm old and this ride is short That's okay true. so no, just, the, way, uh, the way tiny does it is right though because he streams for a couple hours but he's got all that other shit going on to where he doesn't worry about it when i started streaming i would go eight nine hours a day same shit, you know, Fortnite constant seven days a week, eight, nine hours a day. I, after a while, I mean, it was it was fun, don't get me wrong, but after a while, I was just like, I, I can't do this no more. And then I took, a, I believe it was a four-month break, came back, and then just other stuff started happening. And you find yourself in little funks here and there. It's just, you know, what you choose to do with it. And I know I was talking to Tommy the other day. We're both kind of in that funk of we're hitting the live button right now. But, you know, eventually, you know, you just you take your breaks, you come back. No, but but, but, more, but I think I know? think Tiny has a has a good point because it's it's the stuff that that uh, you know uh, I don't know if you guys know who Gary V is or Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh yeah, but th- that dude literally has flipped my my whole like system around about about the the way I do stuff because before I'd be like oh yeah there's always tomorrow and you slowly start to realize as you get older that tomorrow. Is not a problem, right? So that's why when people ask, you know, how do you do the podcast? How do you do all this other stuff when you're, you know, you're doing YouTube videos, you're editing? I do all the own, my own editing. Yes, I pay graphics people to do all my graphics, but it's something where I, the reason I'm working like 18, sometimes 19 hours a day to do all this stuff is just because of that fact of what Tiny just said. The fact that this, could be the very last time that we are all seen on Twitch. This could be the very last time we all talk together. And the more you uh, you realize that, and what it, what is that uh, that Latin term, "momento mori"? Remember your death, because you you slowly start to understand because of, partly because of Gary V. Because Gary V. taught me, hey man, you're gonna fucking die. That's his favorite. That's his most famous line. Out of any line that that man has ever said, is that you're gonna die, and not in a in a, not in a bad way or not in a way to to make you feel sad, but to make you push harder than ever to do these things that you want to do. 
not sit there and yeah. bullshit yourself and say you're going to go do them and say tomorrow this is going to happen. Do the shit today. Absolutely. You have 24 hours <laughs> a day. You have 24 you're in charge hours of your a day. Exactly. There are 24 hours in the day. You sleep for fucking six to eight of them for most of us. Yep. What the fuck are you doing with the rest of your day is the question. And Nine how... <laughs> and how are you how are you doing things to position yourselves in, into doing the stuff that you love instead of fucking around telling me that you're going to go do it tomorrow yeah, there's no I, point in that I have this yeah. weird feature about myself so um, whenever I'm gaining steam it unmotivates me for some reason like I, I feel like I can I can slack off because I'm gaining steam so like I went viral on TikTok that was the worst. worst. Yeah, but the, the worst you're decision I've ready. ever made. I, I went viral on TikTok, 6.7 million views on a Call of Duty video. And you know what I did? I, I went viral and I didn't stream for a whole week straight. And so instead of being there for these people, obviously my Twitch is there. I, I see my views on my Twitch going up because at the time, you know, obviously there was people checking to see if I was live. I just wasn't there. So I missed out on kind of a golden opportunity, which could have been. I wouldn't say life changing, but it could have been, you know, a, a change for for me in general. Is is I mean, I was getting thousands of views a day on my Twitch from TikTok. Never mind the millions a day that were coming out of TikTok as views. So I mean, my video was everywhere. Like everywhere that we looked, Tiny was sending me somewhere else where it was. Like you know, he was seeing it on people were seeing it on Facebook on. You know, like the iFunny app. It was it was literally everywhere. everywhere. And and I decided that that was the best time to take a week off of streaming for some reason. And it's just it's just something that I do. And it just I don't even have an answer for it. It's just it's not smart. Because <laughs> you you enjoy the journey, not when you're there. It's like it's like it's like driving cross country. You prefer to be driving than just being there. You 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 enjoy the adventure and the the climb to where you want to be instead of just being there. So. In, in kind of like the, the journey is what motivates you and not just actually being there. So it, it, in a sense, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I like to, I, I want to become successful, but I don't want to reap the rewards for it. Like I, I want to become a household name myself and I, I've, I've had chances to do it. And then I just flop for some reason. What, what do you feel that you need to do to, to change that? Like what, what are you doing in, when you now that you've recognized that that's something that you do, what are you doing? Cat to... scan. He's a cat scan. Yeah, <laughs> probably, probably no. But uh, in all seriousness, I I honestly kind of have stopped streaming uh, video games as much. Um, I, I'd rather just engage with with the chat. I kind of I kind of am just transforming slowly into something I, I said I would never do, which is which was being a just chatting streamer. But it's been so much more successful for me. Like I I I don't know why. Um, and I, I say this and I mean it, I don't know why people enjoy to talk to me because I'm not very enjoyable to talk to, but there is something that draws people to me for some reason. You're personable. Like, I, I, I'm not though. Tiny can tell you I'm probably the most, <laughs> I'm probably the mi most miserable person to be around at times, but people still <sighs> want to engage and I, I, I because it's still that's something you. I'm trying to figure out. Because that's you. You're not trying to be somebody you're not. If you're miserable, people see you're miserable. That's who you are. It's like if you're – Mikey yeah. says it's because you're an asshole. But – and Rivy says get famous and let us read the rewards. He needs a new couch. But um, <laughs> it's like 
it's like you know you're a miserable person and you go on stream and you put this you know fake ass smile on and you're doing all this stuff and people can tell by knowing you how if you're being fake or not like people like if me if i'm having a shit day you ain't gonna see me on stream you're gonna hear me cursing up a storm in a discord call somewhere but you're not gonna see me on stream because you'll i i can't be fake to save my life i can't put on the fake smile i can't do i think it's what, a, north, a lot of other i think it's a northeastern do. thing it, it's know? possible it, we, it possibly we, could be we we, we, are, we are we are considered rude to most of the united states if you're from the northeast we're considered At, rude Doc can fight that because she heard the same shit when she was coming to New York to do her Broadway play. She heard the oh. same thing about people in New York are absolutely rude and everything. Now And then she came here and she's like, I have never been more mistaken in my life. Yep. I mean, people were nice. They were, you know, there was, you know, walking along and it was like, wow, people are really, you know, you know, if there's somebody bumped into you, it was like, excuse me or, or something like that. So, you know, those, those, you know, the preconceived notions and assumptions that we have and, you know, and it may be that because of the fact that, you know, as Jay said, you're very authentic. And so if you are presenting yourself and you're putting yourself out there, it's like, you know what, this is not one of my best days. The thing is, is that somebody watching will see you and say, they know how I feel. They can understand me. You know, they're not trying to tell me, oh, well, just think positive and positive things will happen. And, yeah. you know, turn that frown upside down and all this other stuff like, you know, like Nara was talking about, you know, all of that, you know, it's like that, that false and forced stuff. What people really want is to find someone who understands them, who can say, you know what, because if this really positive person, you know, it's like they can never relate to me. They don't know, you know, they, just saying think positive thoughts and, and be, be in gratitude all the time. First off, nobody is going to do that. But when you find somebody who is authentic and is willing to be authentic and out there because, I mean, you know, as a streamer, I think that's probably one of the biggest things is that you are out there. You're out there live. And... You know, people are seeing you. And, yeah. you know, and for some, that's a very intimidating thing. So the idea that, you know, if people are drawn to you, it's probably because they can see themselves in you when they're not having a good day, when they're struggling with something, or maybe when they are having a good day and, you know, and it's, it's time for the victory lap. But whatever it is, I think when people bring their authentic selves, to a stream, it uh, it humanizes them, and I think okay. people aren't looking, you know, so much for heroes as humans, because a human can relate to another human. I I, I completely agree. Uh, like you said, I I am very authentic on stream. I I don't I don't shy away from anything. I, I try to tell people at least the way that I think it is, and it's very off putting to some people sometimes because sometimes they do want to be, you know, coddled and they want to be told it's okay. And, 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 and there is, there is situations where I will tell you, you know, it's going to be okay because it obviously is going to be okay. But there is certain situations, you know, where people will come to me and, you know, I'll just give them the blunt, honest truth. And some people don't like it. Like I, I've had, I've had a lot of people leave my community in general, just because they couldn't take the person that I am that, you know, 
I, I've been I've been branded many things on Twitch. I, you know, I've had I've had ups, I've had downs, as well as everybody else. Um, and at my downs, you know, I've been branded so many things that I just embraced. Honestly, it's just like if you think I'm this type of person, that that that's on you. I mean, I'm still going to show up every single day and be me. If you want to think I'm that type of person, you can come and find out yourself if I'm that type of person, or you could just believe it. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to go out of my way to change your mind. <clears throat> I mean, if you think about it, anybody from Waste of Talent that's in the chat right now, if Tommy showed up on stream or on the podcast or whatever with this fake-ass smile on his face acting like Mr. Happy Happy, you know y'all would call him out on his shit. Oh, 100%. I'll, you know you would call him out on his shit because that's not who Tommy is. Tommy's the one that if you ask him, do these pants make you look fat? Absolutely they do. You know? <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm, wait, I'm wait, very, wait, wait. I'm very. So you, you're very a wrong. you're a thin Jay Stuns then. Uh, you're the you're the tiny version. I Jay am Stuns. not a thin Jay Stuns in any type of way. <laughs> no, so. Tommy. Tommy's the, the the other version of you, but from Connecticut. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm very I'm very very blunt and to the point. You know, yeah. I, I feel like there's there's not enough. Time have you in the heard day Jay Stuns? Oh my god, dude! Like some I have, people, I, some I like, people I like. like I love it. I love it. Right, but some people like they when he's modding in chats. Oh my god, the most hilarious shit. I've ever ever seen. I, I take pride in that, by the way. I really when do. I Jay Stuns goes into a, it goes into like even my like he mods my my chat, and when he wants to go off on somebody, oh, I just I just pause. I just sit there and just kind of you you'll just see me laughing on the stream while I'm playing the game, and he's and he's over there just tearing this person's ass apart. The best thing I've ever seen. Uh, verbally, verbally, he but he I, is a TPFB. I, uh, Creating, and I, so I, don't know. I think that's why me and Tiny coexist so well together is because Tiny is this happy-go-lucky, jolly giant. Everything's amazing. Peaches, every morning he'll send me a snap. It's a great day. The sun's shining. We're alive. And in my mind, I'm like, Tiny, go fuck yourself. I'm just waking up. I don't really care. <laughs> um, but we, we work. We work so well together because he does bring that gentle giant side where I bring the abrasive asshole side into things. And it meshes, it meshes well together. If we, were in, if, we, if we were in a room, we could make you feel comfortable because we offer both sides of the spectrum. And you, you would gravitate to one of us. And if you gravitate to one of us, you'll learn that. Am I an abrasive asshole? Yeah. Most of the time, am I joking? Yeah. If I'm not joking, you, you'll know I'm not joking. But I, I do, I do like to to joke around a lot. I pick at everybody. I, I mean, ninety percent of the time that we're sitting in Discord, we're we're either you know making fun of something that we did, or you know just 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 cracking jokes on each other. And you got to have tough skin to be around me. And if you don't, you're not going to last long. You can ask. You're not going to make it. There's there's so many people that think that they they want. To be around and then they see how it actually goes and they're like all right this is just not for me and that's that's totally fine that's that's completely your decision uh to, to not be around me um I've, I've had other streamers you know go go on twitter rants about me about how you know some of the things that i say on stream are like provocative like uh if you I, I won't say them because you know we're, we're on we're on a podcast but uh, you know i talk a lot about uh certain things Nothing, nothing controversial. It's just butts, it's, it, butts dicks, things like that. It's it's funny mm -hmm. to me. It's funny. Like I'm having fun. I, I'm people, all, you know, and everybody's got butts and dicks. We're we're, we're all just having fun. But there's there. Yeah, I had someone go off on a Twitter rant on me about how that can make viewers feel uncomfortable. I didn't. I didn't even address it. I didn't answer it because if you're uncomfortable, all you have to do is close the stream. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. You can leave. Yeah. Exactly. And if you don't, and if you don't want to network with me, that's perfectly that's your choice. 
I don't, we don't need to network together. You don't need to associate yourself with me if you don't believe in, in joking around and talking about dirty things like that. Like a lot of people like to do it. Some people don't. Yep. It's not twenty four yes. seven dicks and buds. No, it's not. But I mean, there's a there's a there's a lot of it. You know That's what I mean? Interesting there's... store name. Twenty four seven dicks and buds. There's coming a lot out, of new it. podcast I mean, coming out. Even 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 Clarky in the chat. She's she's probably she's an angel. You know what I mean? But she even has fun in my chat because there's hmm. something for everybody. Like you know, it, you can make yourself at home if you want to. The doors open. Come on in. Kick your feet up. Sit on the couch. You know. I'll usually tell you to take your clothes off, whatever. It, 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 I, I like to joke around, and mm-hmm. a lot, some people just can't take I mean, it. And I mean, and, Doc you know. and uh, Jay have heard my verbal tirades on stream. Oh my god, <clears throat> I have verbal tirades. Let me tell you, you have never heard somebody get insulted until you hear Narrow tell somebody that their dick is so small they pee on their own balls. <laughs> like, like that's, why? Something, that's something that would come out of my mouth. Yeah, See, I do that all the time. Is that a problem? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> as long as you wipe afterwards, yeah, no, I like literally Doc has said how creative the, some of my tirades have been because when I, when I'm in the character, my character on stream, I go into these verbal tirades, number one, because I am actually really pissed off at the, some of the shit that I see on video games, but my tirades, sometimes I don't even think about what I'm saying. They are just flowing out of my mouth. And I've heard, I saw Doc's type on my stream. Well, that was very creative. I didn't think that that could go there. And that was uh, anatomically possible. But here here you are. Doc, I can tell you that's anatomically impossible. But it makes a very interesting visual. (laughs) Not even that. Doc was, she was talking about, she was talking to a director. And he was like, I hope you're okay with the script. You know, there's some cursing in it. And she goes, listen. You obviously don't know the world of Twitch because if you would know two of my friends, Narrow and Jay Stuns, and you heard them go off, this is literally child's play compared to what they do. Sunday school compared to like a Call of Duty tournament, okay? It's like Apex Legends. Yeah, go ahead. Think of how many times you're going to hear stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and it is. It's about expression. Yes, there are going to be people who are going to be offended. I have ultimate respect and admiration for Jay Stunzi because of the fact that he mods for both Narrow and myself. And our streams are oh my God. very, very different. The spectrum the is crazy. That- you got Narrow, I got a, you know, people coming and troll him. Then you got Doc who's open to self-promoting in her stream. So, like, if somebody comes in Narrow, she's like, hey, come check me out streaming. Ban. Doc's like, oh, hey, I'm going to stream tonight. Mm, can't do it. Yeah, like wanting to ban, wanting to ban. And I'm like, you know, if you're doing something, I really want everybody to, you know, to move forward well. So if you're doing something you're proud of, like your stream, please tell us about it. And I invite that. That's a standard part of it. I do and the fact that. that you know that he is able to, you know, because you know it is hard. It is so hard to create relationships when you're a new streamer, when you're just when you're trying <clears> to make it for the first time. I don't see it as a competitive thing, and because I invited in, because I tell people, it's like, so what are you doing? What are you streaming? Before you go into Lurk, let us know. Are you doing a a charity stream? You know, is it your birthday? Are you, like, ten people away from, you know, your follower goal? Do Let us know, and we can help one another. So the idea that, you know, it, it is a bit different. And Jay, bless his heart, he it's like, Doc, you drive me crazy. You really drive me crazy, you know. And so, you know, there is that flexibility, I think, that's needed 
you know, and, and I'm sure you guys have, have dealt with like, you know, there's like, where, where is that line? Like if somebody comes in and they're trolling and it's just kind of a thing, you know, but if I, you, I, if you I, get banned from, if you get banned from my channel, I promise you, you have no place on Twitch. If you can, <laughs> if you can manage to get banned from my channel, you have zero place on Twitch. Like there, there is nowhere that you can go and be this person and, and, and it'll be okay. Because I I I, I, let, I have a long line, like uh, I have all the trolls that come in, you know, from Apex, things like that. Fortnite was even worse. Um, really? And I've I've let I I let all that go. I I let people self promote. I don't I don't mind self promotion. Like like you said, I, I'm I'm here to help you if I can. I I might not be able to to do everything in the world for you. But I'll help you with what I with the with the tools that I have and 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 my, the tools being my community. I, I will 100% help you out um, because I was once there. I was once the the streamer who got on and knew nobody. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I I I eventually found a couple communities that sucked terribly. They're the worst thing I ever did in my whole entire life. But I also met a lot of great people out of those communities, which are now a part of my community. So it's a learning experience and and. I can understand why some people don't like the self-promo, and I can understand why people... Uh, I can see both sides of the spectrum. Uh, the self-promo doesn't, doesn't typically bother me just because, uh, I, I mean, if you want to watch someone else, feel free. Um, type of, that, that's just how it is. I mean, if you, if you want to watch someone else, you're going to go do it anyway. Might as well give you the opportunity. If, if you sure. want to click on the link, you want to go over there and watch, see what they're about, you like them more, I mean, J you're eventually going to eventually find them anyway. On my stream, Jay likes to play with his food. He'll, he'll, oh, I'll sit there and be like, go ahead and toy with him, Jay. Go ahead and toy with him. I let him fucking just toy with these trolls for at least a good 10 or 20 minutes. See, and everybody it, knows that when I mod, I'm usually, I'll be gaming, but I'll have like six streams open, all sounds on, on my other monitor. And I'll be listening to six streams at once. And I'll listen for when the streamer goes, oh, I don't know about you. And then I'll look real quick and I'll say, oh, it's a troll. Okay. Yeah, well, let's go. Play with them. Oh, right, yeah, and no, then I'll, I'll be playing like Sea of Thieves while I'm streaming. I'll be playing Sea of Thieves or something. And one of my friends came in and she was like, "Oh my god, I just left this guy. He was so toxic." Blah 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 blah. Next thing you know, he shows up in my chat and he's talking all this shit. And I'm like, "Okay, pause the game. Start talking to the guy." I'm like, "Listen, don't think you're gonna come in my chat. Start talking shit to one of my friends. If you want to stay here, start apologizing." He's like, "Well, I'm not gonna apologize." So she's like, "Okay, we'll keep going." So I start arguing back and forth with him. Finally, after about five minutes, he apologizes. I was like, all right, banned. I got, got what the, I wanted. You got, got what you wanted. Yep. You apologize. Mm -hmm. Now you're banned. Get the fuck out. I guess I could, I guess I could see both sides of it. The the self promo thing. Uh, certain people certain people allow it. Certain people don't. Um, but I can see why 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 people people don't allow it. Uh, to me, it's just cool. it it doesn't it doesn't bother me. Um, I mean, if it, to a certain degree, it will. If you like, if you're coming in and you're just like, hey, I'm going live. If you're not going to tell me what you're doing or anything else, just like okay, well, why'd you do that? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're then you're just only trying to steal like steal my viewers. But if you come in and you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to be lurking, I'm going to go live, like you said, I, I got a charity stream going on. I got you know, it's my birthday, blah blah blah. I'm more than happy to be like, hey, chat, go over here, wish him a happy birthday. You know, it's a charity stream. If you guys could do anything, you know, you're not obligated to, but if you can, go over there and and, and help them out. You know what I mean? Um. There, there's a certain degree to it. Like I said, if you're just gonna come in and say, "Hey, I'm live," that, then I'll be like, right, Jay, yeah, like Jay Stens, how many how many times did that happen, Jay Stens? 
where where and that's why i once that started happening that was it it was over when you just say i'm live as a mod is i stay completely quiet i don't type in the chat i stay completely quiet and then the trolls think there's no mods around they show up start their little shit then i jump in action like oh shit there really was a mod here and then they're done yeah we that's in apex and in any competitive uh fps we get a lot of those i'm sure tommy you've You've got your fair know. share. I get my fair share on Apex. Look, don't like... let Tommy fool you. I was watching him playing Fortnite 1v1s the other day. And this man was trolling the shit out of every person he, he played. <laughs> he was drinking a little bit too. So, I mean, it was, I, I, it was, he was, was fun. He was trolling. He was talking shit the entire Like, dude, he would build above them. I'm like, go ahead. You can catch up. Go ahead. And, he, bro, you want to talk about playing with your food? Tommy had that shit nailed. Well, I mean, yeah, he was having a good time. I mean, we we play with people in a different way. We fucking put on voice changers. How many YouTube yeah, videos that of that true. of us playing as little kids and uh, mm-hmm. fucking uh, making grown adults believe that uh, what would you that dildo was a dinosaur? <laughs> yeah, we, we asked Chad, we're like, give us something to ask him. He goes, ask him what a dildo is. He's like, okay. So I put the voice changer. What's a dildo? He goes, it's a prehistoric dinosaur. It doesn't fly. All right. <laughs> well, so we went with that for about a half an hour. Oh yeah, that was a, and then, and then when we finally re- reveal the fact that we're actually grown ass men using voice changers, these I, I think the last two that we did that to were really high as shit because mm-hmm. they were really sitting there trying not to cuss in front of us, and <laughs> it was the best thing ever. And they let loose, hopefully. Ah, oh, dude. Oh. Yeah, as soon as we as soon as we turned off our voice changers, and they're like, "Oh my god, how the fuck?" Blah blah blah. And I, and I go, but yeah, the you funny gotta... thing is too about trolling is you never know when trolling is actually going to be a good thing. Sometimes we, it were, is. we were trolling in Warzone and we were playing with this father and son team and the son thought we sounded like minions. So we were like, we, you know, we were like, banana and, you know, like singing all the, whatever the minions say. And at the very end, we turned the voice changes off. We started talking to him. He goes, wait, are you the same people? Like, yeah, we just had voice changes. You know, we we're just messing around recording for YouTube. He goes, I got to let you guys know. I have never heard my son laugh so hard and so long in my life. I cannot thank you enough. Amazing. That made the day. We Amazing. never expected it, but it made the day. Great. Yeah, it was. It was a very interesting uh, experience. I mean, it's those kinds of experiences that uh, that kind of keep us pushing towards all this content creation. Because a lot of times, you know, people don't understand, and you know, you guys obviously do the the downside to content creation because you just like you said you feel these burnouts you feel like what 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 is it that 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 we're gonna do next what is it that you know and and one of the reasons why i continue to evolve and like you know there's projects in the works right now that are down the pipeline that we're working on what is it that that you know you do you know individually to keep yourselves motivated like you know you say that you're you're trying to change your your motivation right now tommy because every time you start getting successful you start fucking yourself over and over so what what is it that that you do to your for yourself uh as like tips for others for other streamers that 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 keep yourself going and, and keep yourselves motivated even though through these trying times whether it be financially personally something happened like what is it that that you do to keep yourself going so what I think the biggest thing is, is uh, a lot of us are, you know, I won't speak for a lot of us, but some of us forget uh, just to have, just say even 10 viewers on Twitch is, is an accomplishment. Um, 
And I think that as you grow, you kind of start to forget that a little bit. So my advice to any new streamer would be uh, just just don't let it get to your head. You know, you're you're gonna see your 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 numbers fluctuate. You're gonna have great months. You're gonna have terrible months. Um, but at the end of the day, you still gotta show up and you still gotta be that person that's gonna provide entertainment content and just be a place where people want to come to talk. Um, and, and that's something that I lose a lot. Um, when when I see and, and and it's the worst thing I do is I keep my viewer count on. A lot of streamers don't, and, and I, I know why you don't, and I shouldn't, because it really brings my morale down. If my view, if my view count is lower than, than a certain number, it, it starts to get into my brain where I'm like, shit, what am I doing wrong today? You know, what, 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 what am I not, what am I lacking today that, that's, that the people aren't coming? But, you know, we have to remember that <clears throat> these people, our, our viewers, have a life. Um, it's starting to get nice outside for, you know, most of America, um, you're going out and doing things, you know, COVID's kind of finally going to the wayside. We had a whole year inside people are, are doing things. So my, my advice to a new streamer basically would be, uh, turn your viewer count off, look at your numbers after stream. That's perfectly fine. Uh, see, see what differences you made from stream to stream, but don't let that make or break you. Um, because it will it will affect you if you if you keep it on and you're like okay well today I had 50 viewers now tomorrow you're gonna expect 50 viewers and it just doesn't happen like that. <clears throat> what about you, Tiny? I uh, I feel like pretty much what Tommy said. It's like there's certain things that you can and can't worry about because they are out of your control. I mean, I am one of the biggest advocates of um not worrying about what I can't control, like people's opinions. And <laughs> it's like, uh, I mean, why lose sleep over something that you, there's nothing you can do about it. So I just choose not to, um, with my life. I've, I've kind of had this whole, uh, glass half full motto my whole life. And, um, I just, I don't worry about things. It's just frivolous stuff that you can't change or anything. Um, and I know some people can't, there's just some people that are wired differently. Chemicals just make them do things that just constantly go over things over and over again. I have a little bit of OCD where I go over things, but one thing that my head never lets me do is, is worry about things I can't control. So if I were to give anybody any type of advice, it's try that, <laughs> try that because, uh, you might have a much happier outcome. Um, because it's like uh you know i started off streaming on an xbox on my tv and uh that my viewer was my kid so it's like um you just put a lot of times you can put forth the effort and you'll get results sometimes you won't but you have to take the bad with the good i mean uh it's just like any other day you're gonna have a good day at bad a good day at work or a bad day at work you're gonna a good day at streaming a bad day at streaming you know there's good days and bad days Hopefully the good outweigh the bad. That's all you can really hope for uh, these day, days, you know. And have so. fun. You got to have fun. Yeah, my dad always told me, if you're no longer having fun at something, quit. Um, you yep. know, I, I was I was huge into sports growing up. Uh, I, I played minor league baseball. I, I, I did a lot of things in the sport world. And, you know, it came to a point where it finally stuck in my head that my dad told me this all these years because 
it was going to come to that. It was eventually going to come to that day where I no longer am having fun. So I quit. And that's, that's what I did. I, I, I got cut from them from, uh, from the last team that I played for. And that's actually when I picked up streaming, um, and, and said, you know, I'm going to give this a go and I'm going to give it all I got. And, uh, in the, in the two and a half years, I think that I've created a, a community that, that I'm proud of. Um, numbers don't really matter. I'm proud of the people that show up and, and, and like to sit down and, and shoot the shit and have fun and talk about dicks with me. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Yep. Nice. Down this, uh, this, uh, podcast, I leave it to you guys to go ahead and give a, uh, promo yourselves, promo your individual Twitches, as well as your, your podcast here. Uh, and uh, let us know what you know what we have to look forward to and look forward in, in store to your guys' uh, future. Right. Tommy, you good. All right. So myself, uh, I'm Tommy Bob. Two Ps on every single social media you can find me anywhere: uh, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Um, I stream a lot of FPSs. I have been moving over into a lot more of uh, community-based type of things. You know, just you know, just chatting, uh, talking about you know topics and and things like that or just you know getting on having a couple beers loosening up and and you know really trying to get people to laugh um i i am part owner of uh wasted talent esports um where you can find us every sunday and monday night at 8 p.m eastern standard time we uh do our own podcast we bring on a new guest every single week we uh have new questions um i i would definitely uh tell you guys to check that out if you guys haven't uh we we try to have fun and we try to, to keep it entertaining and 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 have a good time. Um, and you can also find wasted talent on every single social media. Like I said, it's just wasted talent esports, except for the Twitter, which is support wasted. Yeah, I always try to pop into the podcast for a little bit. It's always a good time. All right, Tiny, how about Tiny? you? It's just uh, the same thing. Like you guys can always find us. Uh, at Wasted Talent on the weekends for sure. We got some great stuff coming up, um, some tournaments, all that good jazz. I'm normally uh, I stream tend to stream Fortnite Fridays. Um, I sometimes stream on on uh, Sundays and Mondays. Like I'll probably stream tomorrow day, and then we'll do the podcast at night. Um, but generally, just Fortnite and um, I'm just Tiny MPA and everything. Uh, that's where you can find me. So. Especially on what was that website? Make sure you go find them on there. Make sure you go find Tiny and PA over there. Is that, is that um, where he streams the most at? Yeah. He, uh, it's, those are the special streams. You really want to catch those ones. Yeah. <laughs> Clothing optional. Right? Clothing optional streams. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. Um, be on the lookout in the future because we were talking on their podcast of when uh, – going to be playing some joint stream for mental health at some point soon because a lot of people know that pervy sage was one of the owners of raw nation and tommy's known him for quite a while so we're planning a joint charity stream of something um in honor of pervy and everything else so it'll be a joint thing called raw talent most likely we'll do a little raw talent something That'd going on and, be on the uh, lookout for that for sure uh, yep, that was something that me and pervy had scheduled and uh, obviously unfortunate events but something that I do want to can uh, to to get out there and 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 do uh, in in the name of Pervy. So yeah, we're definitely gonna make that happen for Pervy. And um, Tommy, I actually want to talk to you something about a sponsorship thing that me and Narrow are kind of working on now too. Tony, we'll get you involved with that as well uh, if you want. But we got uh, some sort of little sponsor thing going on. Maybe like make a little bit of money, you know? 
So we'll talk, we'll talk about that off everything. But uh, yeah, this was right. fun. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, I'm glad Thank you, you guys for having us. And as we do here, every time that we have a guest on, we give you your last words, like any words of encouragement, anything you want to say for all the people watching right now. So, uh, well, whoever wants to start it off, go ahead. Uh, Twitch streamers out there, if you guys are just starting, don't give up. It's it's rough in the beginning, but uh, you will get there. Uh, you put in the hard work. You put in, you know, the hours on, like I said, Twitch is the only social media platform where all the work is done off of the platform. So uh, take that and run with it, and, and you will see results eventually. Like Tiny said earlier uh, when, when he was giving his uh, goodbye speech, you're going to have the great good days. You're going to have the bad days. Hopefully the, the good days outweigh the bad days, and, uh, you know, this is a great place to, you know, take a chance at making some extra money or, you know, making it into a career because uh, I really think that uh, esports and, and, and Twitch in general and streaming is, is the next big thing. I think that it's going to be bigger than actual sports. I think that uh, Twitch is going to take over actual TV. People would much rather uh, talk to someone and get interaction right away um, than watch a TV show, you know, over and over. So uh, the more people that find out about it, the better opportunity you have to grow. So just continue on what you guys are doing. Absolutely. Tiny. I Last just, uh, you know, his was more businessy. Mine's just more lifey. I, you know, uh, just have fun, man. It's like, uh, make sure you tell somebody you love them, uh, get a hug in somewhere and just make sure you're spending time with friends, family, and loved ones. I mean, it's super important. Um, cause you know, you just never know what day is going to be your last day with them. So just make sure it's like Will Smith once said, uh, it's not your hello, it's your goodbye that should be strong because you don't know when it's your last goodbye. You know, it's, it's just, you just got to make sure that you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's and uh, make sure you're living, you know, don't, uh, <laughs> I've, I've always been a big fan of uh, working to live, not live to work. You know, that's what you want to do, man. I go to my job so I can live. I don't go to my job because it's my life. That's for sure. That's yeah. all I got for you, folks. Jay Stuntz. Well, if you learn anything from me and Tommy, be yourself no matter what. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Be who you are. Do not change for anybody unless you want to change yourself. Don't listen to anybody else. Do your thing. Do it your way and nobody else's. And kick ass while doing it. Doc. Just to remind everyone that you are the only you in all of the universe. You're the only you that's ever been and the only you that will ever be. And what that does is it makes you special, it makes you sacred, and most of all, it makes you necessary. Because without you, the only you, the universe wouldn't be the same or complete. There you go. Never wiser words. All right, guys. You know what I say at the end of this in every stream? 400 trillion to one was the chances of you ever becoming who you are today. The chances of you ever being born. Mommy and daddy could have one glass of wine and you guys would not be here and who you are today. Take advantage of every opportunity in your life. Do not let it fly past you. You're going to die one day and you've got to live for today, not tomorrow and not yesterday. The past is the past and tomorrow is the future and it's not here yet. Everybody have a great rest of your Saturday. And we will see. Every... Oh, is it Sunday? Sorry. I'm still in a whole nother world. I always miss my days. Everybody have a great rest of your Sunday. And if you missed any part of this podcast, you can go ahead and re 
re-listen to it, re-watch it on YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, and Google Play anytime in the next couple coming weeks here. They will be announced on all our social medias. Everybody have a great rest of your day. We'll catch everybody on the next podcast. Have a good night, good day, wherever you are, everybody. Good night, See guys. You.